1: G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, I'm your host TK, I'm here with the boys, Andy. Yeah, the boys, how are we? Doing hello, good. Uh, hello you Corby, you're always coming in early, i doing that, <laughs> I am going to say Corby and then you come in. Just get excited, sorry. am <laughs> real too excited. Guys, today we're continuing our positional previews and today we've got hooker, which is pretty gun boys, you always need a good gun hooker.
2: Yeah, there's uh <laughs> There's a few good ones, and then there's, um slim pickings after that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Before we get to the hookers, <laughs> head over to social media: Facebook,
1: Instagram, find us at Talking League Pod, Twitter Talking League One. Please also share the show with your family and friends. And thank you for everyone leaving us Apple reviews. Now, boys, let's kick things off. We'll, we'll start with cheapies. Okay. Oh, okay. We just. You know, I'm gonna just. I like just throwing these two off. Enough. But just to kick things off, now I think you two are going to take the reins for this. Jacob Little, Andy.
0: Um, sorry, mate. I've, no. um, I've stuffed you up. Why? <laughs> I've gone the Watson for the TV. Okay. Now, Are what,
1: you Jacob Little? Yeah, no, I am Jacob Little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, Jacob I'll, I'll tell you what, audience. <laughs> these two have got the exact same picks, and I asked them to separate their picks, and they didn't do it. Yeah, look, this is on
0: us. Definitely not TK.
2: Gooses. Now,
1: <laughs> who wants to take – someone just
2: take Jacob Little. Yeah,
0: there. I've got
1: Jacob Little. Go yeah. for it, Corbs.
2: The Little we talked about before, he's just got that, such – um. Big money to be made. So his he, average over the last two years has been that 0.87. He had points per minute, sorry, his average, and 0.83 in 2020. So, yeah, if he gets that 0.87 between the two, 60 minutes, you're looking at 52 points. Okay. 377K. So he's priced at 23. I feel like... He's a must in classic. Now, Andy, you are a big fan of Connor Watson, mate.
0: Massive, yeah. Uh, In looks and in uh, playability. (laughs) He's a specimen, isn't he? I I sent a picture of him standing next to Best and he's got the guns. Oh, God. Honestly, if I'd never miss it. (laughs) 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 No, I I honestly think his stocks will rise massively in fantasy this year. He's blushing. He's got a red cheek. (laughs) You are kidding yourself. Uh, So, trial's coming
1: up. I'd love to see him um, play yeah um does it concern you with the repeated him having to stand down from training?
0: No I think I did see somewhere um that he, it's a four percent re-injury rate mm. so I've got confidence in him just sort of being capable of visibility yeah at lock he might just sort of had that quick there's not much um well, me thinking that I'm massive of playing a massive playing of football, but I don't think there's much directional change in that in that position, so I think he will be a gun lock player put so, some size on you. He has put a bit of size on, mm. and at twenty four, break even. That's pretty good. That is so good. Like, what well, I, I haven't seen a starting lock this year that scored underneath twenty four.
1: He's got that jewel too, right? Hooker mid, yeah. That's pretty pretty tasty at three twenty three k.
0: So he's my play, he's my um uh, my pod difference. i actually not a pod because everyone will have him. But.
1: Okay, no, that's fair enough. Now mids, guys, I'm going to go with Blake Braley. and I know that I'm a Sharks fan, and again. <laughs> Yeah, look after you boys. But yeah, Blake, I'm just seeing a breakout year from him. Really impressive back end of the year. We we had Chad Townsend on the Sharks preview. And in terms of importance, he's always said how important Blake is. And just the back end of the year, what really improved was the amount of times he jumped out of dummy half, his tackle efficiency went up. I think that's the biggest thing now. For him to become an elite hooker and go from that 44 into those mid-50s, he's got 36 tackles and two misses on average. The elite hookers are 47 and two for Cookie. McKinnis. before, you know, we can still talk about him, 54 and one, and RP was 50 and two. So there is a little bit of a gap, even though that he's in the top. Blake's still in the top 20 tacklers in the NRL, but in terms of being an elite, and I think that comes from him playing the total 80 minutes, yeah. because he's only playing 70 at the moment, but he has got a big engine, especially for a little guy. So I'm expecting that to be 80 minutes this year, and a PPM of 0.61. I think he will get to that. 50, in terms of being – the biggest thing I love about Blake is his craftiness. People don't realize how good he is with the ball. If you had to pick one hooker for mine that really stood out last year was Api Korsau, and it's because of his craftiness making both Luai and Cleary better. In terms, made the whole team better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But in terms of stats, Blake had more try assists and line break assists than Api did last year in less games. So in terms of craftiness, he's actually more crafty than RP. So – and you think he's 22 years old. I think apart from Harry Grant, he's the next best young hooker in the game. That's just my opinion. And I think he could make you some good money this year. And I think he's going straight on the radar, ownership of 1%. If you wanted to kind of downgrade from a, you know, some people don't like carrying a gun hooker and have a mid-range hooker, maybe two mid-range hookers. And that's kind of if you're taking that strategy, I'm with Blake Braley. Interesting. Boys, we'll move on. Now, Egan's another interesting one, Corbs, because we had Justin Morgan coming on. There's no doubt they want to develop this guy into an 80-minute hooker. But what are you projecting?
2: Yeah, well, he, Braley and Egan were my two sort of mids that I was tossing up. But the reason I'm going with Egan is because if you go off his points per minute, he's got that average around 50 if he can get that 80-minute hooker spot. Now, when we talked on the podcast to the assistant coach... Justin Morgan. Justin Morgan, he mentioned the two, um, maybe the rookies, that Ottocolo and Colepo that weren't quite ready. I don't know if I did their names <laughs> justice. You tried, you tried. Uh, so, and he was saying how he's done a lot of work with his conditioning. That excites me. If there's no one on there, like Jazz is probably going to be the only one that might be on the bench that may steal some points. Yep. But, yeah, if he's playing that 70 to 80 minutes, he's sort of looking at that similar – uh, average of Braley, but he's, uh, you know, 150K cheaper. Yeah.
1: Hey, being a Dragons fan, and we've spoken about this before, like what excites me is Nathan Brown. Like when I was growing up, I was a huge fan of Nathan Brown. He's a crafty hooker. And in terms of getting someone to a next level, you saw it with Barrett, with Cleary. You stick someone that is an elite player in their position and some good things can happen.
2: I actually met Nathan Brown once. I was at the big Marino and Goldburn coming you back from me a... You stalked him. No, this is when I was like 12 years old. And we saw the Dragon's Bus and we got um, a couple of signatures. Anyway, we walked into the toilets and Brownie was there and he's pretty much signing our shirts while we're just standing near the trough.
0: I was have seen something different. Like you walked the toilets, Brownie was there. What's happened You your <laughs> 12 year old kid? You know
1: how long ago this was? That both of you had hair back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, he was still playing.
1: Poor Brownie. But yeah, I, I like Wade Ewing as well. He's going to definitely be in my team. Andy?
0: Yeah, I've gone a bit far field. Um, Going with Mitch Rain. as my mid. Big uh, Mitch. Yeah, so I was, with the departure of Nathan Peets from the Titans team, uh, Mitch Rain's the number one hooker. He'll start. Yeah, so he he Last year, if he – playing over 60 minutes, he averaged 51 points, Yep, which is pretty good. When he um, goes
1: 80, he goes good, yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: He hasn't played 80 for a while consistently. But he's um, got it in
1: him, right?
0: He does. I, yeah. I, I think depending on what their bench are going to go – I'm assuming they're going to put Tanner Boyd on the bench. He played a good part last year, so I think he'll come off – and play the last couple of minutes. Yep. Um, but in saying that, if Mitrange gets sixty point sixty minutes or more, I think there's. I definitely see the value in that. Okay. And like you said, he has a potential to play eighty. So if he what's, does,
1: what's Brainy's break
0: even, mate? Uh, it's forty five.
1: Okay. If he gets those good minutes, like it'll be interesting. As Soon as they don't carry a number fourteen with a utility value, if they bring another middle in there, then you really that's a that's a big sign. That that's It's Rainey-
0: great. So I, I had this if. If Peachy wasn't playing lock, if he's if if Peachy's on the number fourteen, uh, there's even more points for him because Peachy's not going to come to hooker, he'll come to lock, and then Mitch, Mitch Rain has that opportunity to play eighty. But it all depends
1: on team this Tuesday. Okay, we're going to leave the best to last, so we'll go voids now. Now, Corby, kick us off. Read money.
2: Yeah, I watched the the troll game. A couple of troll games sort of been going on the last couple of days, and their backup hooker Lussic, he killed good, it. mate. Yeah, he was good. I think he's going to be right on the heels of Marnie. Mm. And Marnie has a lot of those brain snaps in his game. And as a coach, that would really annoy you. And as at really crucial times. He did, did, didn't really step up. Um, with Lusick, his history, he's played in some big games and oh, had games. some success in his last couple of years. Yeah. And I feel like he could uh, be that missing link to getting Paro something. Nearly, he's in nearly there. too good not to have on number 14.
0: It, like, it could be good for Marnie um, if, to nip on something because like, he, yeah. no he, yeah,
2: well, he had no one. Well, the other one. thing is – We have Ray Stone. Like, yeah, I, that's a second roller. Yeah, he's like, not a starting hooker. Yeah, I 100%. don't think Marnie – And it could have been a little bit of um, just fatigue with those silly mistakes because yeah. in those crucial times, it was later in the game. Lussick could come on and steal minutes from him. So I'd, I'd avoid him.
0: I see that happening because yeah. I noticed Marnie did drop off. So
1: You're not wrong there. Okay. No, I definitely agree with that. Now, Jimmy, so
2: can I have a tick for that one?
1: <laughs> you put a lot of work in there. Because I've got three, I'll just take one quickly, Andy. Now, Jake Friend, uh, 623k break even of 46. I just think the young guns of Verrill's and also Freddie Lusick and Sammy Verrill's dad actually listens to the show, so big shout out to him. But (laughs)
2: 2018
1: did plenty of work coming back from injury, 61 minutes. So the biggest thing is decline in minutes. 2019, small years, only five games, only played 49 minutes. Again, 2018, 68 minutes, 71 minutes. So you just see the decline. It's coming down and he's getting older and he's got those young guys snipping at him. So I think he's going to get games where he gets rested and his minutes get taken from him. So he's a massive decline for me. So next one, Andy, we'll kick off with you and you've got the cheese.
0: Yeah, look, he had a great season last year. Brandon uh, Smith, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, surely everyone should know the cheese. He should. Uh, you're 44.9 fancy, point, fancy points average. This year... I see him playing prop. I don't see Grant not getting 80 minutes. He's just too good to have in the field. Yeah. Uh, even though Brandt Smith does want to play hooker, I just think they're going to utilize him as a prop. Yeah. And when when he's sharing minutes with Tui Kamikamika, Jesse Bromwich, Nelson and Soppa and now Christian Welch pushing for more than 50 minutes, I
1: yeah. just
2: don't see him getting that game time.
1: That's fair enough. I think he's like a 2022 pick, right? Like as soon as he gets a start yeah, somewhere, exactly
2: then that. it's – They also don't mind playing Nico Hines in that middle just as a – a bit of um, on the 14, yeah, yeah, and a bit of attacking, a little and, bit different, yeah. yeah, at the end. A lot of clubs are saying to do like, that, you, you yep. have
0: to put him in the team because he's a, he's a good, um, just utility player. You can put him as a prop, you can put him as hooker, you can put him second row if you need to, but yeah, I just don't see him outscoring 45 fantasy points this year,
1: yeah, fair call. Now, the last guy I've got is, and it's it's bad because I know he's such a good, he would be such a good fantasy team if he could start. Tommy Starling, like he's back end of the year, he's just not going to get minutes. And in the interview we had with Brett White, he was only talking about Havili, and that's fair enough because Havili can play so many different positions within that forward pack. Starling's just a hooker, like yeah. you have to move Hodgson into a lock position and take the risk of him playing lock. Like if he gets a shot at any stage, then then yes, pick him up. But six hundred and seventy, he, he was just too good for his own good. Six hundred and seventy nine k. He scored over 50 points, but you just can't have him because he just literally, if he's on the bench, you will play 20 minutes, and he might not even make the bench, so it's just a kind of useless pick. But I feel so bad because I think he's a first grader. and I think,
0: I think if he goes to another team, he's a starter. Yeah, so do he I. He was a gun hooker. He could
1: start at Canterbury. He could start at numerous clubs. They, they
0: do need a hooker. Like I don't see potential in Jerry Marshall King.
1: Big time. Let's move on. Now it's the gun side, boys. Why don't we kick off? Because we've all got a different one. And I think, so the thing is, I'm with you, Andy, because like, I'll am i kick off with you with Cookie. Yep. Because I'm going to have them RP's Arpie, more of a kind of asterisk if Cookie gets injured. So I'm with you here with Cookie, but you spit your little data on Cookie.
0: Yeah, so I think Cookie will be the hooker of the year with yeah. the Kennis out. Um, he's just so much potential. I think he's going to utilize the fact that he's had a whole preseason with everyone uh, with these new rules on mm. the six again. He's beach sprit champion. <laughs> he, he is... <laughs>
2: Oh, I can't
1: just, believe he just added that.
2: <laughs> it gets mentioned every time. <laughs> yeah. Andy's picking him because hey, of the beach. Team. Sometimes yeah. Rabs will mention it five times in the first ten minutes. Come on, Rabs.
0: So how good is this? Bloke? <laughs> I was. I was going to say press that button for his like because he's good. Yeah, yeah. In his first ten games in twenty twenty. He averaged 69.3 fantasy points. Yeah. That is massive. And I predict him to be on that level again this year. So
1: It's just a set and forget, right? You don't have to worry exactly. about he, him.
0: He's in my team and he's my captain.
1: Yeah. and finals, he averaged 82 over the three games. So That's massive. Back end, even though he didn't score that greatly in the back end, he's still around 58, you know. What's
2: his price? 856K. Yeah,
1: I'm willing to spend that.
2: Yeah. I, I'm with you, TK and Andy. Cook will probably be mine, but I, I'm also – just very very excited about Grant flirting. Because, yeah, he's only 27 k cheaper, and when you yeah he's only got one season under the belt, and you're not sure how the Melbourne Storm are going to have him play in their system because mm. he's gonna like they're gonna tell him what to do. They'll have to they'll have to change their attack, won't they? Well, like the rabbits have already like they'll revolve around Cook almost because they know how good he is. Grant showed us that he's so good. Like he he had uh, the only downfall. He had three missed tackles a game. I feel like he will improve. Like him blokes like Braley himself, those young hookers need a couple of years under the belt before you improve and try and get that. Um, you know, one missed tackle a game. Just mm. being realistic. Yeah, but that's with fifty tackles. So like three missed tackles with fifty tackles is actually not too bad. But every missed tackle is a three point turnaround. If they can turn them around, because you get your two points off for your missed tackle, and then you also you get one them one you and get then yeah, tackle yeah. you yeah. get. So there's another six points. Added on, gets okay. him up around the 55 because he had, um, what was he, 47? 47. 47, yeah. his lowest score of 47. Sorry, 61 average. Gets him up around the 7. So, but, yeah, it, it's a big one just knowing I wouldn't go near him just up uh, at first. Yeah, He's I'm one to worried. watch just to see about the minutes and how they play him, how yeah, he fits it, in it, there.
0: I'll move you because it's a watch list because, yeah, I just think that the attack is going to be a lot different from Melbourne. They'll be running half. I just think that – it's too much uh, uncertainty it's for me yeah, to pick him. I is. agree.
1: Yeah, especially at the start. I think that price might drop a little bit till he gets
2: used to the actual. But, but in draft, oh, I would be going him up in six. the top six. Yeah, big time. He'll score big, over fifty. Because captain as I, as I mentioned, sixty one average and lower score of forty seven. Like if your captain is scoring forty seven on a bad week. Yeah.
1: Now, Justin Flack, did you want to add something? Yeah, our, yeah. our biggest fan in the <laughs> whole world is An here. Audience member. He I listens to every ask, podcast. How do you think McCullough's going to go this year? It's a good question. Macca, it's a very good question. The only only thing I have against Macca is, yeah, I think he's in the right system with Hook. Because Hook's obviously, he wants to design the whole thing around. Well, he's played with him
0: before, hasn't
1: he? Just him getting a surgically repaired hamstring, that's the only thing that, in terms of him playing 80 minutes, that's the only concern that I've got. But we all know what, what he brings to the table. Great defender. He's obviously very influential. He can run a game, game plan, and... Obviously, Ben Hunt and him played – they played a grand final together. So, there's ticking boxes. So, they're not bad. Like, if you were around that, what, round four and he's still on the board, you'd definitely get him,
2: right? When he's playing 80 minutes, he had the 66 average. Yeah. So – He had some good footy last year. He's a good one to pick. I feel like a few people will overlook him. Yeah. And if you're later in the draft and haven't got that hooker and you can grab him, because a lot of the first people – like. Someone picks Cook Grant, they're not looking at hookers till round nine or 10. Yep. So, so you got a bit of a chance. Usually 10 to penny, and he could be a good one if you don't go for that early, bigger hooker, because yeah. he's
1: sort of down the list a little bit. Good question from old Ronnie Flack. But I'll finish <laughs> things off with Appy Coruscant. Now, he was my gun pickup from last year, as he was for probably a lot of people, but now he's priced at 805k. It's just a bit of an alternative, if anything, it does happen to, to Cookie. Just one warning with Appy, just his own style is kind of a bit of a detriment to himself. So I reckon the last six or seven games I did notice him kind of fading. And the reason why is because he loves to take all the big blokes on. So there's only so much you can do when you're an 80-minute hooker because he wasn't an 80-minute hooker any time pretty much in his rest of his career. But now that he is, he is a 60 hooker. But what I'm saying is if Cook, anything happens to Cook, go for Appy. But there's a stage in the actual cycle of the, the league, maybe around, around 15, 16, when Appy's going to start declining because the style that he plays just isn't able to be carried for a whole 25 rounds. What's his price? He's at 805K. So, Oh, it's massive. He's at 60. Like I said, he's not my number one hooker. Cook is my number one hooker. But if anything happened, I'd probably turn to Appy and then hold him to probably around that 15, 16, so I know he's going to fade because that's what happened last year.
0: Good analysis.
1: Boys, anything to add before we finish? No, we're
2: all in ingredients there. Cook, Cook is your main man in the hooker, and and look out for Grant and Appy um, as those sort of they could even fall down to that and...
1: mid, mate. Who would have thought McInnes would have done an ACL? That's how kind of fragile rugby league is. So,
2: look, it, I will tell you what, we got
0: less than a month ago, There's still going to be some more bombshells coming out.
1: Oh, big time! I think we've only got like three weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah, 20 days or something. I said less than a month. That's less than a month. <laughs> hey, one day is less
1: than a month. <laughs> All right, before we go, any? do you have a joke or do you want to? Uh, uh, not off the top yeah, of your head, time. no. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Quick, finish it now. Wait, right, hang on. I'll, no, uh, no. <laughs> gentlemen, enjoy the draft and I'll catch you next day.
0: All right, thank you, boys. Why wasn't the fungus allowed to the party?